Welcome to Was I Drunk, a podcast with their fine, pretentious, perky, waxes, pillow, at parties who have more than one smear off ice. I am your host, Austin Cross. Moving this week are... Ryan. Wayne. Jamie. Jenkins. Wayne. I was having fun with that one, I'm sorry. Alright, as we do every single Funny. week. Yeah, it was pretty good. See, I point everybody in the end, uh, to explain it to the listener. I point to each person for their intro, and I just pointed at Wayne twice. Went back to Wayne, and Jenkins thought it was going to be It was turn. really funny. It was hilarious. Oh we all gosh. liked it. It was until, so good. Until Aaron yeah. wasn't paying attention. Yeah. Well, right. because... Carrots! Carrots! <laughs> if it wasn't for the last person, you know? Yeah, that's fair. Because... Yeah. As we do every single week, we're going to check in with our bar master extraordinaire, Mr. Drinkins, and find out what's on tap. Well, with this wonderful turning of the year, the beginning of the new season, the ending of the old, I thought I'd make us a drink. This is a Jenkins concoction called the Failed Resolution. It is a sparkly, bubbly drink made with a brute champagne. I do recommend using a brute. Um, So a lot of the other sparkling wines that you can get are going to have a lot more sweetness to them. Brute does not bring that, but it brings a lot of really good body and bubbles, obviously. Body and bubbles. Brute the men's cologne? No, not that. Don't use that. (laughs) That would be very Body the men's cologne? (laughs) Yeah, no. Um, I get it. Good one. So the failed resolution is... One and a half ounces of vodka, three quarter ounce lemon juice. I think I actually upped that to a full ounce. Um, I was true. workshopping this, so Eat it, Dewey. I'm going to make a modification right now. It is one and a half ounces of vodka, one ounce of lemon juice, half ounce of simple syrup, and a quarter ounce of maraschino liqueur. You're going to shake all of that over ice. You're going to double strain it in a champagne flute. And then top up with a good brute. Uh, you can garnish this with either a maraschino cherry or what I did for you guys is a, a channeled lemon peel. So a very, very thin strip of lemon peel. It kind of adds a little elegance to the drink while also bringing a little bit more of that citrus brightness. So what do you guys think? Is it maraschino? I always said maraschino. Maraschino. He's an idiot. Maraschino. No, I'm, I'm just fucking, I'm fucking with you. I don't know which one's right. It's I say Mar- a lot of things. Maraschino is the technical way of saying it. Like, but I don't. I I'm feel like sh- a bartender would judge me if I said that, though. Uh, Depends on where you go. Probably. I like it. Uh, it's very citrusy. It's very Fair. bright. Um, that lemon really bumps forward with it. I, I love it. Yeah. I think Rand said something about limoncello, like. And it really does kind of have that same, like, same kind of general taste, but a little more subdued. And then it's also bubbly. So it's uh, a bit different. But It's t- like t- a limoncello, but not as sweet, which is yeah. good, you know, which is nice. That it's not as overwhelmingly, like, saccharine as a limoncello would be. Oh, I did just get the lemon peel, though. That was a... 
chew it up. Well, you're not supposed to <laughs> well, eat that part. It, and I, that's coming from per- somebody who eats all the fruit in the drinks. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, not the peely guys. I really like this drink, um, and I had the opportunity to taste the several renditions of it as it was being created. Um, I had one with the maraschino cherry in it, and I thought that was really tasty, but the lemon twisty guy is a lot prettier, and I like the brightness that it brings to it. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Well, I'd like us to go and start off this New Year's podcast with... The things in 2022 we got into, we got out of, we accomplished, we didn't accomplish. Um, and I'm going to kick it off right now with, I actually watched a fair amount of like new programming, which has been unusual the last couple of years for me. My wife likes to watch the same two shows over and 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 over again. Comfort shows are valid. No, they're valid, but... God bless the sweetheart. She needs to not keep watching The Good Place for five months. It needs to stop. <laughs> the Good Place was one of the new shows we watched, about a new show, but a show <laughs> new to us. We loved it, and then it just kept going. And it kept going, which is fine. It's but so funny. It's so funny. I love the show. It's really clever, okay? I had a great time watching it. I was so happy we watched it together because I love sharing things with her. Like, you could make me happy as a pig and shit by just sitting down watching something with me. And I'm so satisfied. Um, so it was great. But that was one for us, the, the good place. That was awesome. I almost got something they watched this year, uh, experienced this year. Yeah, um, I watched Orphan Black this year. Which I want to see that. It's not the Orphan movies, Orphan Black. Oh, I know. Okay, it's yeah. not on any streaming it's services that, anymore. They took it off. They did? Isn't that the one that's like an anthology kind of thing? It's or? the one with the clones. Okay, yeah. Tatiana Maslany, and she's stellar. She plays like 15 different characters and they all feel incredibly distinct. Okay. And it's not like it's not like a twin thing, so it's not multiple people. It's one actor playing a majority of the characters on the show, and she does it incredibly well. Okay. Okay. It's it's been off the air for like a couple years. I think it finished in like 2018 or something like that. But it, it's incredible. I love that show. She yeah. is really an incredibly underrated actor. Yeah. Something else that we got into big time that was. Uh... Something we it came out like a couple years ago, but like I think the last season was this past year on Netflix. I think you should leave uh, with Tim Robinson. It's a comedy sketch series. He was on SNL for a season or two about like five, six years ago. And I think his comedy is a little too out there for it, but it is very kind of like if you're like me and you were a 90s kid mostly and you had the opportunity to grow up with kids in the hall in the air and SNL and in living color and watch them and see the very different styles of comedy. This is like very much the kids in the hall versus SNL. It's, I would call it almost experimental sketch comedy where it's, it's more, very, it's more chaotic. It's chaotic. It's very, yeah, it's funny as shit. If you ask me, it's very funny. Um, but it's definitely worth checking out. It's on Netflix. And it's also like, it, it, it kind of brings to the table a very awkward kind of comedy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That you don't see a whole lot because it's like, some of it is very like, cringeworthy well sorry cringe inducing <laughs> stuff there's uh, there's one sketch where basically it's him pleading to spectrum uh to not take his show coffin flop off the air and it's just 
Tell him talking about how he has they film funerals and then air the ones where the coffin fly or the body flies out of the coffin unexpectedly, breaks through the bottom of the coffin, rolls on a hill. It's just coffin after coffin, bodies rolling out of it. Oh All God. this footage. It's fucking hilarious though. And he's just pleading like you know, I've been waiting for years. I didn't do shit. I didn't rig shit. We just filmed the ones where the bodies blast through like shit wood or something, and just keep showing these bodies falling out of the coffin naked, dressed, just depend. Yeah. It's funny shit, though. Yeah. Speaking of Netflix, I've watched a few of their series, mm-hmm. uh, especially like the last couple of months of the year. Uh, Wednesday. Wednesday was so was, good. Was a good one. Uh, yeah. Guillermo del Toro's. Uh, Guillermo del Toro. Uh, Cabinets of Curiosity uh, anthology. I've not okay. seen series. that, and I wanted to. It, yeah, it's it, worth it. It's a good. Yeah, yeah. it's good. It's. Uh, I mean, it, it feels kind of short once you've gone through all of them. Like it feels like it could be seasons of <laughs> just seasons of stuff. She loves it. It's fine. It sucks being choked. That's my dirty cat, old by whore the way, for anyone listening. The cat. Dirty <laughs> old whore I, loves it. I think this is the first episode that uh, Austin has uh, embraced Mabel's love. I love Mabel. Embrace Mabel is my favorite. Neck. I'm not joking. Since Priscilla died, yeah. I love Mabel so much. Oh my god. I wanted a female cat so bad when we got cats, and my wife would not let me because she hates female cats. You well, okay, thought okay, you had a female cat. And I was excited was for that, and she was mad fair. about it, and then a yeah, male. Yeah, what? yeah, you got two cats, and you thought one was a female and one I was did. a male, and they just both turned out to be males. I know, and I just miss having a female cat because I like how they typically... Now, Mabel's extra lovey. She loves almost everybody, right? Most female cats typically, I think, attach to a person or two, and then that's their people, right? And then they're old, nasty bitches to everybody else, and I love that. So, my, I have a female cat. This is the first female pet I've ever owned in, like, my whole life. We always had male pets growing up. Mm-hmm. And she is lovey towards me. She's also lovey towards other people, but here's the thing. She's indiscriminate about who she will like chomp down on. Like she will bite you. She'll it's be true. real sweet, like nuzzle up to you first, but she will bite you. It's true. See, I miss Priscilla. Priscilla, my old cat, I had her for 16 years before she died. And Wayne lived with me. He knows. Years yeah. is a good life. Though. She hated everyone but me. Hated. She I mean, was scary. My mother, who every cat loves, Fucking, she detested my mother. She chased her in the hallway, hissing and screaming. (laughs) Oh, I loved her because she, because she just loved me, and she was so sweet to me. And she called my lap and purr and cuddle. And then Wayne, I remember her backing him down the hallway. She literally chased me through the apartment. apartment. She hated me so bad, but it was like totally unprovoked. I think it's because you worked at PetSmart and you came home smelling like other animals to start with. (laughs) You smelled like another pussy. Uh, The only person other than me she ever truly liked was my grandparents a little bit. Because she lived there as a as a young a young cat, and she didn't mind Sean. She did not mind Sean. Who's Sean? Who? Oh, fuck, that's a good point. Who is Sean? Huh. Why did I say Sean? I have like a vague, vague foggy familiar, memory, but, but it's not like clicking. <sighs> Maybe no. I was wrong. Maybe it was somebody Weird. else. Anyway, uh, Shane. Yeah. That's not. But yeah, I loved that old bitch, and you know my current cat's at the bane of my existence. So hmm. that's what it is. Jim. Jim is sweet, but he's. He keeps jumping over the baby guy I put up. You he figured out how to. So bad, Austin. I did not. My wife. No, 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 no. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. Let's set the record straight on this shit. My wife's cat okay. ran out the fucking door and did not come back. She was so goddamn depressed about it and felt so bad. I felt bad and I wanted to replace her. She also them. had like postpartum depression. I know she extreme. did. I thought getting the cats make her feel better and have her something to bomb with. 
and it ended up not being the case so much. She does love Jim. No, she loves him now. Jim is good. Jim is a great cat. The only thing I've been annoyed about Jim is he likes to tear up the carpet with his claws. That's why I keep him out of the upstairs. Do you um do you trim his claws with little clippies? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he still yeah. does it. Um, so I had a baby gate put up, and he didn't try to jump it for like the first like four months. And the other day he figured out he could jump it. So I've tried to keep I keep on trying to devise new fangled gadgets to put on top of it to keep him from jumping it. Um, the only thing that's worked volleyball net. The only thing that's worked so far that's new for has been straight up a roll of tin foil stretched between the gap so he can't <laughs> jump through it. Um, I built this cardboard contraption that like angled out like prison fences, and he figured out how to jump over that. He's been a real in- industrious boy. That's pretty good, actually. Um, does the tin foil thing work? Because I tried it with my cat. Most times. When I first got this cat, she would get on my counters all the time, which made me fucking insane i hated it i hated it she doesn't do it as much now i have much less counter space in this apartment so there's less counters for her to jump on so i tried the tinfoil thing you know she she got up there and fucking knocked it off and i'm like okay (laughs) fuck me i guess (laughs) uh i was talking about the wednesday real quick because you mentioned wednesday um i didn't think i would like the show that much um i'm not a huge adams family fan i watched the original series tv show when i was a kid because it was on nick at night or something right and so i was familiar with it and then I watched the movies in the 90s, both of them. Sure. And it was fine, but I wasn't, like, head over heels. The Wednesday series was actually really good. Jenna Ortega's in it, and she's really clever and funny, and she has a really good impression. Like, not impression. A, her take on Wednesday is very good. Has some good twists and turns in it. It's like a murder mystery thing going on no. in, in the episodes. A spoiler. Uh, oh, I know, right? I mean, that's... They sell it like that. Of yeah. course, there's always the fetishizing adult women who are dressing as teenagers and acting teenager sure, roles. Yeah. That's fun. You know, that was enjoyable for me. Yeah, that's pretty like much par hand? for the course for Yeah, Netflix. the hand is good. Uh, I especially fetishize thing, the hand. Thing. Thing. That's thing. what I thought. No, um, it, it was good. It was really good. Um, I did not like Gomez. I didn't like I, their I was, choice of Gomez. That's actually exactly what I, I was about I to like say. him as an actor, but just... No. People, Wait, who plays everybody Gomez? was all upset about it, but if you look back at the original like comic strips and shit, Gomez was an ugly motherfucker. <laughs> and I like Luis Guzman, but he's fucking ugly as shit. <laughs> what else has he played? Uh, oh, God. He's had a lot of like bit parts and stuff in comedy yeah, movies. Yeah, he's been in a bunch of stuff of the years. He's one of those background players. Do you know the, um, the Adam's Family movies you're probably thinking of where he's like handsome? They made him, like, short and fat and ugly. Because that's how he was. It's not, his, it's, it's not, not his... even that he's short and fat and ugly, but, like, he is a deterioration from what he was in the, like, the 2010s movies. It's not that that bothers me. It's his acting. It's his portrayal of Gomez. He doesn't... He comes off as awkward. He comes off as jilted and, like, just not very smooth with things. Not he's supposed to be... Charismatic. This, he's supposed to be charismatic. Right. He's supposed yeah. to be... Even if he's not attractive, suave he's supposed to be smooth. suave and smooth. And he's and he, not. He says some things that are supposed to be suave and smooth, but his delivery of the lines yeah. are so just... So that's my only problem. Like, And don't worry, I'm not trying to hate on him. The show was great. He was fine. Um, I think it was just the case of Luis Guzman just playing Luis Guzman. Luis Guzman. <laughs> yeah, that's probably it. Uh, but yeah, Wednesday was great. Uh, I watched, we're on things we're watching. Um, I watched the Yellowstone prequel 20, 1923 with uh, Harrison Ford. His first TV appearance is 82 years old. Did any of you watch that, uh, was it 1899? No, I didn't. The one that they canceled recently, which everybody was up in arms about, but I was, the way it ends, it's kind of like, oh, they were going to have a second season? 
<laughs> like, I didn't, uh, I didn't figure because the ending was pretty uh, wrapped it up. Yeah, like I mean, there were questions, but but it was kind of a good like mystery, kind of uh, sci-fi esque hmm. thing. I Colton actually texted me and said that I needed to watch it. He said it was one of the best series that he's seen. So. It was great. Yeah, yeah. Um, Netflix ha- did a really good job this year of shows that they ultimately didn't. You know, ultimately canceled and plan to not make any <laughs> so more of. So I did read that um, because it, it seems to be the case that they cancel a lot of shows that are are really good and yeah. Um, Netflix but it does have a pattern of canceling things that are good, popular but, with right. a large demographic. Um, it seems to be completion rate as the biggest driving force on whether or not they will renew a season or a, a, a series. Series, yeah. Um, and it's based on. From the time a, a single account watches episode one, do they watch the final episode? Like, do they do they complete the series? And if they don't, then it's a detractor. And it, I, I find that interesting. I, I guess I understand it because you have to have some kind of a metric and that makes sense. Like, but I, it's just interesting. So. so by that you mean that so like if shows aren't getting binged and watching one setting, they're losing points? No, they finish the episode. But they watched the whole episode. From okay, so that's my and question. the whole season. Well, he said the final season. episode. Basic, yeah. basically, like I've never lo- heard that term of like the completion rate. Yeah, yeah. are so, they finishing an episode completely? Are they finishing the season completely? What right. percentages do you have? Like, if a lot of people, I'm bad about that. Yeah, if they have eight episodes and and you know millions of people watched seven episodes and not the eight, right, or then, six or five yeah. or whatever, yeah. then well, they just wrong. yeah. yeah. You know what show I watched that was really good was White Lotus on HBO. Um, I it was like a murder mystery once. I'm not. I, that's what I'm into. I guess murder mystery show. Um, Sci-fi murder mystery. It was yeah. Whatever. It was all at a uh, a resort, like a fancy resort or whatever. But the the actors were great in it. The characters were fun. It was it was interesting. Did you watch uh, Glass Onion? I did. I loved Knives Out. I really did really love Knives Out. Even though Rian Johnson was like a big, whole huge, big dick. Um, I think it's Ryan Johnson, but it's pronounced, it's spelled Rianne. He can kiss my ass. Um, fuck Rianne. So, yeah, fuck Rianne. Uh, but no, Glass Onion was fine, but it was a little bit of, like more of the same kind of deal. Yeah. And I didn't think the characters were as, as engaging or as interesting to me. Um, and they were very like hit you over the head with stereotypes of who they're supposed to be. Basically, you have the all the the male rights activist influencer. You have the Elon Musk type. You have the dumb it girl. You know, yeah. just I don't know. Hmm. I did not see it, and I'm not much for murder, murder mysteries. Murder. Um, murder. Murder. Moida's most foul. It's been a murder. A murder. Um, but some of the things. So I. Uh, I binge watched all of Bob's Burgers this year uh, because I I never really watched it. Good. So yeah. went through and watched all the episodes, all the seasons. Um, it's I can't tell you how many times I I just sat and laughed hysterically. Like it's it's just a very very common very very fun comedy. Um, and then the most recent series, the most recent season of Lower Decks came out. Speaking of sci-fi, oh fucking um, Lower Decks year. is amazing. And yeah, that was a uh, Star was Trek really good. Star Trek um, Lower Decks for those that are not engaged in Star Trek. But yeah, that's uh, it's still it still feels more Trekky than most Trek does right now. Yeah, and 100%. it was a really good season. Hundred um, percent. I'd say on one thing with Bob's Burgers, so I like the show. Um, the movie came out in twenty twenty two. Did not was not it. It felt like a really. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. But no. it felt 
like an episode. It could have been boiled down to 30 minutes. It sure. was just a really long episode. Of well, the that's show. Because, how they are. The it, Futurama no, movies were the same way. The Simpsons movie the was Simpsons the same movie, way. The Simpsons movie, that's what I was going to say, is I think the Simpsons movie was different. I think there was a lot of different hmm. elements in that. That I'm not saying it's like some stellar film production, <laughs> but I'm saying it didn't feel the Simpsons movie didn't feel like an episode of the Simpsons, where the Bob's Burgers movie just felt like a f- an hour and a half episode. Sure. Um, I guess obviously I've been watching a lot of stuff. I went back and watched Deadwood, I've never seen Deadwood before, but I really like Timothy Oliphant from uh, from Justified, you know, and I wanted to see Deadwood for a while, so I watched it. Really fucking good show. And they made a TV movie a couple years ago, like a, like a reunion movie, kind of like a 10 years later kind of deal. Um, very good, the whole thing was. And also HBO, uh, two more things. Avenue 5. Has anyone seen Avenue 5? No. Watch Avenue 5. I'm not joking. Hugh Laurie plays oh, a... That's all you have to say. Hugh Laurie plays a captain of a space cruise ship. <laughs> and and um, what's his face? God, the guy that was in Book of Mormon and played the, the, the loud one, Cunningham... Um, he's been in a bunch of stuff. I forget his name off the top of my head. He plays like this rich mogul who owns the thing, and just shit just keeps going wrong and getting worse and worse. It's fucking hilarious. Mm. They've got um, Gabe from The Office is on it. He's the customer <laughs> relations yeah. guy. He's hilarious. He's the, yeah. He's the customer relations guy, and he's like a nihilist. Like and it's just. A skeleton. I'm telling you, watch watch at least a couple episodes of the first season before the next podcast. You're gonna fucking thank me for it. It's hilarious. Huh. What's um, it it's called Avenue Five. Nice. The first two three episodes will get you hooked if you if you like if you like it at all, and then the second thing is um, I did watch the Game of Thrones prequel, uh, House of Dragon, ah. which is is new for this year or last year I guess, and after the very disappointing finale of Game of Thrones, the last couple seasons were disappointing. This felt like a return to form almost for me. It felt good. I liked it. I would. I I haven't watched it yet. I've seen. Obviously, uh, uh, plenty of stuff online. Because yeah, same boat. Yeah, yeah, it's inevitable. Like, you can't avoid it. I just, I still have that, like, apprehension of, like... Granted, it's not the same directors. It's not, you know... The showrunners are totally different. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm sure it's fine. And but. George R. R. Martin is, is more involved in this than he was in Game of Thrones. I don't know. To me, like I said, it does this weird time jumps through the episodes. It's because basically they're trying to cover... 30 or 30 something years of lore in 10 episodes of a season, um, which makes him jarring. They actually recast several of the roles halfway through because mm-hmm. they do time jumps. Yeah. But the story they're telling is actually very engaging to me. I, I thought it was very good with very few down and low points. It generated a ton of incest porn. Well, yeah, Where, that too. Cause you, I mean, it's Game of Thrones. The Targaryens love to fuck the Targaryens other love Targaryens. To fuck, and she wanted to fuck her uncle. Yeah, well, I mean, he's... What the, what's his name? Matt Smith Matt from Smith. Doctor Who? I <laughs> was so mad about when Matt Smith got cast. Because here's the thing. I got this whole beef with Matt Smith. He doesn't <laughs> have any fucking eyebrows. And when he was in Doctor Who, everyone was like, I want to fuck Matt Smith. And I'm like, the man doesn't have any eyebrows. And then he was in Game of Thrones, and everyone wanted to fuck Matt Smith again. And I'm like, keep it in your pants. He doesn't have yeah. any eyebrows. <laughs> I mean, it's like it's the whole thing. It's like Benedict Cumberbatch. Like, I also hate that. <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch. 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 Sherlock Holmes. Penguin. You know, okay, Star Trek. 
into darkness. Let's yeah, just he he's con. Come on. Uh, what else has he been in? Yeah, he was, he's Doctor Strange. Oh, I know who he is. I just okay. wanted to say his name weird. <laughs> You're son of a bitch. You how, fucking, how fucking yeah. dare you? <laughs> uh, but but it's like they're just they're not like not attractive guys. They're in a weird kind of way, though. What are other celebrities we think fall into this category where people treat them like they're attractive, but they're like fine. Conceptually, they aren't. Roseanne. Um, Who Who the fuck? (laughs) Who the fuck treats Roseanne like she's attractive? Roseanne Barr is some sexy. Ah, Dan. (laughs) Okay, speak for yourself, baby. Okay, well, I guess my conception was. I feel like Adam Driver gets that a lot. Oh, it's yeah. You like creative. Adam Driver. I do think Adam... I would fuck Adam Driver any day of the week. First of all, a man's built like a refrigerator. Sarah Jessica Parker. Okay. Yeah. How is that yeah. a good thing? Sarah. Oh, it's a open board. him up and get some snacks. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. Oh, I like the big nose. Okay, I like the big nose. Sarah <laughs> Jessica Parker. Yeah. God yeah. damn Sarah Jessica yeah. Parker. I, I just... I'm not trying to be mean, but Sarah Jessica Parker. Fuck I, me. I that think is, it's... I think it's that thing where it's like they're they're like celebrities that are of like an attainable attractiveness, and <laughs> oh, and absolutely. No, 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 no. wow, you got and it. Because, <laughs> and because of that, people are like, oh my god, they're so hot, and it's like because that's what your they? girlfriend looks like. You know, right. she looks like a normal person. Yeah. I got a question, Kara Delvalagine. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I get it's why, the eyebrows. I get it's, it's the eyebrows for me. She's got she's got those dark, bushy eyebrows. I mean, if you took her and put her in a meth lab, she'd not feel out of place. Out of her designer dress. Uh, Just saying. Um, hey, she's the one that started this. Rand started this. I'm, I started it on purpose. So I'm gonna shift gears. I want to talk about how I want oh, no, to talk about. I got one more. I got one more thing I want to talk about. Shit, watching. Oh, I didn't even get to talk about what I was watching. Oh, yeah, what you watching? I raised my hand, and then you just Sorry, we've picked been those people anyway, and then picked that person. And then, okay. um, Anyways, so Jamie, what have you watched this year? Oh, you know, just things everybody else watched so many years ago. <laughs> okay, but like what? Uh, I finally started watching Game of Thrones. Ooh. Me too this year, actually. I just started watching it a couple months ago. Yeah. I did not watch it years ago. You guys yeah. will enjoy it until about the fifth season. Oh, you know, Sixth season. Sixth season. Sixth season. Um, and then also Harry Potter finally. Is started. that because of him? Yeah. He's I a tried fucking to watch Potter it, nut. And I had a hard time with it. You're a fucking nut. I just feel wanna... like if I'd started as a kid, Harry Potter, I would have liked it if I was younger. But I feel like at this point I was, you know, so I really I like tra- Harry Potter. I have a hard time engaging. So I tried to read the books, and the problem is, the books is that it's from the point of view of an eleven-year-old boy, which children, which us yeah. as as adult women do not relate yeah, to. Yeah, exactly, and it's fine. The movies are a little different. Don't. They are, and like they get better as they go too. I yeah. Think. So, you know, because they get older, and yeah. I don't know. Uh, what what which one are we on now? Harry We're about Potter. to start um, the sixth one, I think. Yeah. See, the sixth the Harry Potter. Is, the problem is, is that we watch them when I get home from work sometimes, and, and you I fall just asleep, fall asleep, asleep like immediately, <laughs> like it's fifteen minutes in. I'm not even kidding. Um, so <laughs> it's very difficult for me to watch things. <laughs> Has anyone seen Yes Man with Jim Carrey? Yeah. Yeah. You know the scene where they go to the fucking Harry Potter party. His oh, boss yeah. invites and they're all dressed up as all adults, right? And, and the boss at the very end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She fucks it. 
No, I don't think she fucks it. Well, we watch different films. <laughs> uh, but at the very end, the, the nerdy boss who invited him is sitting there quoting the end of the fucking first movie. He's just like, I'm not going home. Not really. That's Aaron. Every <laughs> Harry. He's at the very end, I'm not going home. Not really. Just quoting the end line, all excited, like a dewy-eyed child. No, I think that's, you're confused. Like, so, no, that's Lord of the Rings. Yeah, I was going to say, I am it's, absolutely it's also Lord unequivocally... Of the Rings. Lord of the Rings fan. I also started but, watching yeah. that if I, hey, year, last year. If if uh, if I had to count how many times Aaron has said the whole Samwise Gamgee quote <laughs> verbatim <laughs> to me, count them. I mean, if you had to count, I'd probably have to take be... off my shoes to <laughs> count on my hands and my t- my oh, fingers okay. and my toes. <laughs> to take off your mm. shoes like a weirdy <laughs> but he thinks better no, that no. way stinky feet <laughs> I, I told my kid he's been having very stinky feet he, watched, he wears the same Batman shoes every single fucking day and so I keep going like Emma you've got stinky feet and he's like no I don't daddy but apparently he's been waking his mother up at 6 in the morning and going mommy I got stinky feet give me a wet wipe and he wants to wipe his feet down like a fucking six. I've given him a complex and I feel okay. awful. So she <laughs> told me about that. She yeah. Said that she, he was getting up in like the middle of the night saying, Mommy, I have to wash my hands. That's I'm also my fault. Sick. I'm, I'm dirty. I have to wash my hands. That's also my fault. Um, when, that. <laughs> when she got strep, I told him he needed to wash his hands because Mommy had germs. And germs make us sick. And you don't want to be sick, do you? And he goes, no, I don't want to be sick. And I was like, okay, we got to wash your hands and get rid of those germs. And it's really cute. He runs in the bathroom and he kind of does the ABCs and washes his hands. But apparently it's also giving him a fucking complex. He wakes up at fucking like, middle of the night. He's like, I got to wash my hands because of the dirty. germs. <laughs> dirty You're a boy. dirty, filthy child. <laughs> no, I hope Go I'm wash yourself. I hope I'm not doing that. I love him so much. Um... And do you have anything else you've uh, been catching up on? Uh, Lucifer. I've not seen that. Is have that good? Have you watched Fleabag? Uh, that's on my to-watch list. It's have like Lucifer. What? No. Fleabag? Okay. I'm not all the way through Lucifer yet. Either. Hold on. Mm-hmm. I watch good. it at work. Question. Hey. So you said you're watching. So you, it's a TV show. Yeah. It's not that you're seeing Lucifer because you are <laughs> doing dreams. doing sinful things. No. Okay. Just checking. No. He's like he minds nice his business. He's a nice guy in the show, oh, really. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. I mean, realistically, like Lucifer doesn't care if you said. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Only God. Only yelling? God's. Only God's got that hang up. <laughs> Lucifer's just like, yeah, go for it. <laughs> do, do what you do, want. Do what you want. God uh, gave you free will. Use it, baby. Baby. <laughs> uh, I watched two movies recently. One is an Amazon original. Um, all the people at the wedding we hate or something like that. I forget the name of it. I'll look it up here. Is it a rom-com? Uh, kind of, yeah. It sounds like a rom-com. That yeah, sounds like an Austin kind of movie. All, all the people we hate at the wedding. It's got Kristen Bell in it. Yeah, it's got Allison Janney, which is great, from West Wing. Um, and basically it's about this mother had two families, uh, a daughter in the UK she had, and the guy she learned so she left him. Went to the United States, had a couple more kids. It's 20 years later. Their family's kind of pulled apart, but they're all getting together for a wedding in Britain, and da 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 it's pretty Ooh, fun. Are it's they f- all British? No. Only okay. the only the black daughter is. Ew. <laughs> British. Ew, they're British. And that was oh, fine. I it was fun. I watched it with my the wife. the British version of The Office because I, I just couldn't. Or the Great it. British Bake Off show. Yeah, no. I hate that show. I love Ricky Gervais and all, but there's a show called Extras he was in that was really good. Oh, like season two on HBO. I don't know. Maybe. The what? The Mark Twitchell. The, I, I'm sorry. The I don't know. He produced a show, and I 
in Ricky, there's no way Ricky Rodriguez was in it. I don't, I don't know what you're talking about, but okay. so that, and then I've got he produced a show. It was by and Mark killed Twitchell, people, I guess, huh? An Later. excellent, <laughs> excellent, excellent sequel. A Christmas Story reunion story, whatever the fuck it was called. A Christmas Story, another story. Yeah. The, a Christmas Story, Christmas. A Christmas Story, Christmas. Yeah. yeah, Christmas, yeah. Honestly, not Who else watched it? Anybody? Not that bad. Yeah. 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 Story it Christmas. was. I'm exaggerating when I say like, oh, it was so great. I was being a little sarcastic. It's not that bad. It wasn't that bad. You have to. Search. I didn't like they re, they recast the mom because the original mom retired. I guess she's still alive. The dad did die in yeah. 2006, so I get that. And but here's the weird thing for me. They go all the way of showing a picture of the original actor as the dad in the wall, right? Mm-hmm. Cool, whatever. Then when the newspaper article comes out, like he looks at about his dad, it's some random fucking dude. I'm just like, why wouldn't you just use the same picture or a different picture of that actor from whatever instead of using somebody different guy? Like we're not going to notice that. I didn't notice that. I didn't. I, I it. did. Um, <laughs> it was it was decent. It was okay. Was it necessary? No. Was it bad? Also no. You know, it was fine. Um, it was a little bit, I don't know, a little bit too much trying to do the whole, like, just recopy the original movie and show the beats and all, whatever, but, um. I feel like it it did enough copying of the original movie. And it had a sweet ending. The the, the, Him getting, becoming a writer, basically. Well, 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 you can't spoil it. (laughs) You're gonna ruin it for her. Spoiler alerts, if you want to skip this, go to Mark 34th, no, I don't care. Um. So if you haven't seen this movie, I don't want to give a fuck. Christmas until next year anyway, so eat a dick. Basically, Merry Christmas. Um, he's trying to be a writer. It's this terrible Merry science Christmas. fiction novel that's super long and no one wants to buy. Oh. Oh. And anyways, <laughs> um, doesn't break into being a writer until he writes this very touching article about his father a and what Christmas his father meant to him. Uh, about his Christmas. Yeah, about how, what he meant to him at Christmas. Because uh, his father passed away, and that breaks him into writing, and it's like that's that's a that's a very touching kind of ending. Hey, I, I saw a Reddit post recently, and just a quick survey of the room: How many ghosts visited Scrooge on Christmas? Four, three. There four. were three. There's four. Christmas. Present. Are there four? There's four. There's four. Oh, because uh, uh, Jacob Marley. Yeah, yeah, first, not, yeah. I only right. watched the, I'm only the first one. The Muppet yeah. version. Muppets version I knew. The right Chain Dragger. Yeah. The Chain Dragger. Okay. Yeah. Um, the shark show that Mark Twitchell produced was called Day Players, oh, yeah. and it was about extras. Okay. But he did kill someone. He was also obsessed with Dexter. That's fair. So I'm gonna shift gears That's instead fair. of shows. Um, I played one of the best video games that came out um, of the year, and I think it's going to win a lot of awards. Tetris? No. I did play a lot of Tetris. Uh, I did not play Elden Ring, and I was going to let you kind of talk about that because I know that you played it. Um, Horizon Forbidden West came out on PlayStation. Absolutely, truly phenomenal follow-up to a truly great game. Like, it was stellar, stellar game. It's one of PlayStation's, like, flagship Yeah games and it's it is just truly fun to play it's just great i haven't played a video game through to the end in probably a decade um i mean you could for all the time that you spend watching shows you could play a game as my point yeah he's got to kind of pick one or the other no that's my point it's priority it's well it's partially priority you're right a lot of times with shows though the tv show part we're watching a 30 minute episode at a time 
Jumping into a story-driven game for 30 minutes and jumping back out is a little difficult. Yeah. Um, sure. You need, I feel like I need like an hour for that, um, almost. Yeah. Um, and I just don't get that a lot. I don't watch a lot. Here's the thing. Because my wife's inclinations and how she prefers to consume media, I rarely get to watch <laughs> movies. I really sure. don't get to watch. I used to be a movie buff. I would watch movie after movie after movie, and I loved it. And since we've been together the last five years, I have watched a 10% of the amount of movies I used to watch. Um, I don't get to see new movies very often, and so I don't get to do that two-hour thing unless I stay up late or that kind of thing or sacrifice time with her or Emmett to go do it. So it's, sure. it's a little different for me. I wish I could. As a matter of fact, the new Dead Space, well, not new, the remake of Dead Space is coming out. Yeah. I loved Dead Space, and I want to go back and play that again. That'd be so freaking cool. Um, I don't know if I'll have time for it. I don't even know if it's for the last-gen consoles either, because all I have is an Xbox One. You sure. know, just just uh, play it with Evan. It'll be fine. <laughs> Here's the thing. Can <laughs> I be real with you? To play with I cannot wait another couple years, because I feel like that's something we can bond with and do and have fun together is play video games. Yeah. Um, I think we'll have a great time with it. He's already really enjoying Mario Kart, if he can... Have Heck the part yeah. turned on where it doesn't knock him off the track, you know? He does enjoy that. Uh, so, yeah, you know. Um, so, in the realm of video games, um, something that I think... It didn't come out in 2022. Um, there was well, a big then, update. Well, then, Void. Oh, fuck you, do. <laughs> um, is, so, Stardew Valley, which in itself, it's, in a way, a simplistic game. Um... um but what? when you consider that what? one person built that incredible like that entire like in-depth universe that comes with it is really impressive it is yeah um and there was a really it the game was a lot to it from the beginning in general and then um it was this year that there was a massive update that added essentially like a whole nother third to the game like increased the game by a third um it's just really impressive game building for basically one person and um there was a part he had to and it's available on every platform too so it's not like he just built it for just computer gaming. It's sure. available on every platform for the most part. You can get on Switch, I know. Yeah, Andy's very active in on Reddit. Yeah, yeah. Uh, very Which is pretty very awesome. in touch with the community yeah. and takes a lot of like criticism and, and 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 recommendations. Well, there was a ton of criticism coming because that update I was talking about. That update came out like the summer for every platform except mobile. And so I guess he did bring on, like, a support team to build it for mobile because the systems that he was using were... And he got a lot of criticism for that. But I think considering the amount of, like, effort that really individually goes into this. I, he's building a new game. Um, come out in, like, the next year or two. And it's really excited to see what he comes out with considering how expansive this world building he's done is. No, that's pretty incredible. Um, with the whole world building aspect um you had mentioned elden ring and i kind of wanted to talk about that with you a little bit because i know that you've been a, a souls fan for a while you've played all the games um and i've seen a lot of gameplay i've never been a souls fan i did not get elden ring i might play it eventually but it the the beauty of the game yeah. is phenomenal yeah it, but... it's incredible they they definitely spent a lot of time on like just the environment alone um, but I think it's a great, it's a great game for anybody that's been interested in the Souls games, but has been kind of turned off by the fact that they're like notoriously difficult games, punishingly hard. Yeah, because the, uh, Elden Ring gives you a lot of like options for 
kind of in a way making the game a little easier on yourself. There are like these uh, summons that you can bring into combat that kind of help you out. They take the aggro off of you because notoriously all Souls games have bosses that hit like a fucking truck. <laughs> sure. And like you can really only get hit twice during a boss fight without dying. Yeah. You know, and uh, so having like some kind of something to, to pull the attention away from you to give you a, a brief reprieve from getting your ass beat is uh, is really nice. Um, but the game itself, like the lore is, is incredible. And that might owe a little bit to, you know, George R. R. Martin, uh, involved, being involved in it. Um, because this is the first souls game that has like actually kind of put the lore out front and had NPCs like talking to you about it instead of you having to piece it together by collecting every item in the game and reading the descriptions from the items and kind of figuring it out from there. But, uh, yeah, I mean, gameplay is fantastic. Um, it, uh, it, it just it feels really good to play. Uh, it definitely is one that you can kind of pick up for, you know, half hour to an hour and make a little bit of progress on and, and feel not really. About it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and be able to put down and just come back to it later. Uh, or you could, it's a game that you can really jump into and spend, you know, eight hours playing through and still have so much other stuff that you can go through and do. So mm. it, it, it is a really fun game. Uh, like, obviously, there's good reason why it won so many awards last year as to, you know, just the quality of it. But, yeah, the the scenery in general, the, the environment is just really great. Yeah. Was that, is that your favorite game of this past year? I would say so. Yeah. Um, I didn't really play a whole lot other, you know, than here and there, jumping back back into the subnautica oh, games fantastic those game. are those are great uh you know great one especially if you're you know not claustrophobic or yeah anything like that or have thalassophobia <laughs> uh, what is that that is the uh it, i guess gen- general fear of like the sea yeah mm. i think like underwater underwater yeah being yeah. underwater i think more yeah mm. but uh and uh and then recently like towards the end of the year a friend bought me the uh, rim world oh nice um which is kind of a like gosh it's like a, a almost a roguelike sims <laughs> where you know you you are building up your little community on a world that you got essentially dumped on and uh you kind of just build up from there and people little people attack your village and you can do all sorts of fun things and you know, I used to play Age of Empires on the computer. Yeah. <laughs> that know, game was so much fun. Oh, Age of Empires was fucking turn. I yeah. love, that I love real time strategy so games. Yeah. yeah, and they don't make them anymore. Like you really can't find not, a new one. Not many now. I mean, they come out with like one a year. Yeah, and it's like usually just kind of like a, eh, we threw this together in a month. Right. Yeah. But every once in a while, like, you do get a good, you know, we put a lot of money into this kind yeah, of real-time strategy. I don't know. Strategy. I had, like, some illegal copy from my cousin. He'd burn it on a disc or something. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> yeah. hey, uh, an uns- or a, a surprising drop, um, or something that I found surprising, was the follow-up from Nintendo, uh, the Mario and Rabbids game. Uh, got a sequel this year, which was 
pretty crazy. Um, it's not quite real-time strategy, but it is a strategy game. Um, Turn-based, right? Yeah. Uh, similar to, like, XCOM, if anyone played those games, or... Um, those were good games. They are, yeah. So, um, it's actually, it's a lot of fun. It's more lighthearted and comical and whatever than, than like, the XCOM series Well, is, the original but... Fallout games were turn-based. Yeah. Yeah, it, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, well, let's go ahead and move on. So, we've spent 43 minutes, and that's good, and we had yeah, fun. That's 43 awesome. 43 minutes, good for us. Uh, talking about this <laughs> stuff, and move on to our Florida Man segment. Y'all watch this. Florida this week on Florida Man, we have Florida Man 18 accidentally shoots woman twerking at possible house party, police say. Sh- uh, guy shot a girl twerking? Uh-huh, yeah. Was the accident the gunshot or the accident the twerking? I think it was the gunshot. And the booking image is, yep. Okay. So, an 18-year-old <laughs> man was arrested Tuesday after police say he accidentally shot a woman, also 18, dancing with him at a possible Cocoa house party. Or Cocoa, yeah, Cocoa, house party, nearly a month ago, according to local tens Orlando news partner WKMG. Um, by the way, I swear to God, if he fucking shot her because he was just had his gun shoved in his pants like a dipshit. That's what I was gonna ask. Like, where? Yeah, I feel like that's. I feel like that's what's coming. Yeah. An arrest warrant (laughs) affidavit shows officers respond to shots fired at 1044 Azalea Lane around 1025 p.m. on November 27th. Upon arrival, police said they found a woman who had been shot and transported to the hospital. Multiple witnesses told police the victim had been twerking near 18-year-old Marquise Thomas when a firearm in his possession discharged and fired around, striking her in the back. Yep. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. According to the affidavit, another witness said the gun accidentally just went off, police Mm. said. That doesn't happen, by the way. You, yeah. have to, you manipulate the trigger for it to just go off. You can't mm. just have it just go off. Manipulate um, your trigger. You've never accidentally oh, yeah. shot anything? Fuck off. I manipulated the trigger when I did that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it, didn't just, it didn't accidentally go off. It was going off. That's the thing. When people say it was an accidental like discharge or whatever, it's not accidental. Accident. It's negligent. Accident. It's yeah. a yeah. negligent discharge. You're being negligent to gun go off. <laughs> The only guns accidental discharges in my day. The only <laughs> guns that accidentally go off are shotguns sometimes because they do not have a proper way to keep the inertia from firing the uh, the the shell, and really old guns that don't have safety devices. Well, in maybe them. it was a really old gun that or didn't have a safety device, or maybe it had a shotgun too. shoved in his yes. pants. <laughs> yeah, shotgun got a shotgun you know, keep that thing on me. I bet you do. Um, also, they discovered multiple people, both juveniles and adults, have been given alcohol by the owner of the house. Alcohol. Who was possibly hosting the party at the time. Cell phone footage that night shows a juvenile handling a firearm in a reckless manner around children as young as four years old. Idiot. Good. Underage teens with alcohol and the suspect, who was wearing a black hoodie with the Glock logo. I got my Glock and my stick with my Switch. I fucking my Glock and shit. my Rari. Police said they spoke to the victim on December 7th after she was released from the hospital following multiple surgeries. She learned that Thomas and another person had been playing around with the firearm when she told them to stop, mm-hmm. according to the affidavit. Moments later, while twerking her, uh, with Thomas, she felt the firearm and attempted to move out of the way before the round struck her. Is she the felt twerking the really related? She well, felt the gun itself, not the gun going between off. Between her I ass think. cheeks? Well, it, it's probably shoved in from his, fu- in from his pants. Baby. It's Maybe. probably shoved in from his pants. 
Um, an affidavit shows Thomas, who said he she said she knew since October, also sent her a message via Instagram two days after the shooting, saying, "I'm truly sorry. That shit was never intended to happen, especially to you. If there's any way I can get a second chance and talk to you on the phone, can you please, <laughs> can you please fuck, let me know and send your number." Mm. He tried to get her number. After you shooting know, her in the back with you know, a goddamn Glock. Worth a shot, though, you, am I right? You miss 100% <laughs> of the shots you don't take. Well, he <laughs> took that shot, and he did not miss. No, from the sounds of it, she took that shot. Oh, back shots. <laughs> As a result of the shooting, Thomas is facing charges for aggravated battery with a deadly weapon, culpable negligence inflicting harm, improper use of a firearm, yep. and tampering yep. in misdemeanor proceedings. As a matter of yep. fact, let me see here. Hmm. There should be one here for the fact that he's 18 and shouldn't be only a handgun. There should no. be something a legal charge on here too for not that. Not a shotgun in his pants. No, nah, it's not a shotgun, probably. Just, he is uh, currently held in Brevard County Jail on $89,000 bail wow. or bond. $89,000. So lesson here is, kids, a don't, don't carry a gun around. No, don't twerk. That's no, the that's the moral. Yeah, that's of the, that's no, no, no. the only was lesson Satan. here. That was, the, that, was, uh, the, that was Jesus getting back that yeah. girl for twerking. The don't lesson twerk. here is don't keep it in your pants. Oh. It's not the appropriate place for your gun to be. Buy a holster. Well, you can have it in your pants, the holster. Well, inside the waistband. That's right. But, um, yeah, no, like, fucking Jesus Christ, use a holster. Cover the goddamn trigger up. It's not going to go off without you touching the trigger. He was, she yeah. was twerking. And he fucking had some piece of cloth probably jammed that fucking tw- trigger. It moved it up into it, and it fucking discharged the firearm. Or he was holding it. I'm guessing that it said it was a, it was a, she felt it against her like against pants. He was like readjusting it. Mm-hmm. So. He might have been readjusting it. He might all kinds of things. So he was grain owner. Well, yeah. From the, from the sound yeah. Allegedly. Okay. Allegedly. Allegedly. Um. So we're gonna go ahead and take a break and hear from one of our fictitious sponsors. New year, new me. Did you make some embarrassing mistakes at work? Are the ladies just not digging it? Did you kill a man just to see the life drain from his eyes? Well, new year, new me. Our methods will not be disclosed, but rest assured, we'll wipe that slate clean for each and every one of our clients. New birth certificate, new social security number, ID and passport. With the new year, new me, we take care of all the heavy lifting. Afraid someone from your old life will track you down? Well, with our total erasure add-on service, Grandma will have sent her last birthday card. New year, new me, true freedom for the 21st century. Well, I've actually used this service before. Um, really? I believe you. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They sent me the whole new life. His who, birthday is not Austin. Believe huh? it or not. Doesn't, doesn't, don't worry about it. Huh. Austin Cross is who you need to know me as. That's oh, all you need to know. Okay? Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, so it did, worked out really well. Did you murder a man just to watch the life I, I wouldn't ask too many questions. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah. I, I do have them on retainer, and that total erasure policy is very effective. It's worth the money, really. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, anybody else think about anything about the service? Uh, I mean, I, I have not used it, but uh, it's definitely nice to kind of have that, like, safeguard. The option. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's the uh, promo code for that? Um, that That is um, uh, GONETOMORROW25. 
Gone Tomorrow 25 for a whole 2.5% off your first order with uh, New Year, New Me. Now, to be noted is that the program does cost your entire year's salary, um, but it's really effective. Oh, no, It does don't. do its job, but you will be bankrupt after. Well, good quality work requires some money. That's just the way it is. The world is uh, ran by money, so... All right, so for this this evening's main topic, I want to get into resolutions. It's the New Year's episode, so resolutions, things we want to do in the coming year, things we think we're going to give up on halfway through next week, um, all of those things. So why don't we go around, I'll go last, if that's okay. Let's go around and just do this orderly, in a nice orderly way, uh, starting with, I don't know, Rayanne. Rayanne, what are some things you'd like to see yourself do in the coming year? I never make any New Year's resolutions. Um, I never really have, but I would like to see myself um, make more money in the upcoming year. Okay. So that's something I'm, you know, striving for, ideally. I've also, got... to finish unpacking my apartment that I moved into six months ago. That'd be nice. That's yeah. a good one. Mm -hmm. It's on my to-do list. If you want, I can set you up with a nice escort service. You can make some extra cash that way. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Do they work in the evenings or is it just daytime? Oh, hours? that's what you set your own hours. Yeah, okay. Good you suck here. dick on your schedule. <laughs> Whatever your, works for you. You're your own oh. boss to an extent. <laughs> Except for me, who I'm your real boss. Um, Wayne, what about you then, since Rayanne apparently did not do any real resolutions? I also don't really have any resolutions. <laughs> I, Jesus fucking I always, Christ. Great well, topic. <laughs> well, I mean, I always used to do resolutions where it would be like, oh, I want to do this, I want to do that, I want to lose weight. And then I realized I just, I never do them. So it kind of became a like, why, like, why am I setting this like particular, you know, this is it. From here on out, I'm going to do this. And I'm so you've just given up. I mean, more or less, but no, <laughs> just, just little things at a time. There doesn't have to be a specific date. There doesn't have to be a specific end point. But what you would know? you like to see different in your life this year? There's got to be something you'd like to see different in your life. It doesn't have to be a resolution necessarily. Just, hey, look, you know, I'm not super happy with what's going on with this. I, I'd like to see that be different. Maybe I have to, it doesn't take, take five years from now, but just yeah. something, you know. I Well, one would definitely be I would like to start, like, cooking my own food again, not okay. eating fast food for basically every meal. Um, I mean, that that's definitely a, a thing I would like to start doing again. Okay. Excellent. Uh, Jamie, what do you got? So, similarly... I'm the only motherfucker in this whole room. Well, okay, so here's the thing. Here's the you thing. are, but we love you anyway. Here's the thing. There's a difference between resolutions and goals, and I'm more of a goal setter. There is. Google it. I Googled it earlier, and I forgot what the difference is, but there's ah. a difference. Um, anyways, I have some goals based off of things that I accomplished last year. I've said it like a hundred times. You accomplished times. a lot last year. Yeah, I did. I so did I. You know what? That's the thing for me is I got a lot of my goals done, my long-term goals done. I got a lot of them done last year. Yeah, like a lot of things that were on my to-do list, I did last year. And I'm like, no. I have not figured out what's next yet. Yeah. I mean, I have a lot of things planned for my house. That's one of the big things that I accomplished last year. So um, I have a garden set up and one of my goals is to be more self-sustainable. I know it's not, like, necessarily more economical. Like, it's going to be expensive to upstart. Um, but I want... I have uh, financed chickens, so I'm going to buy my coop sometime 
at the end of this month or next month, and I... You have to finance chickens? I mean, they're <laughs> expensive. They're like five bucks at Sam's Club. Get a whole goddamn bird. I mm, I meant like a live one. There are different chickens. Get an egg. Awesome. Sit on it. Also <laughs> you can get um, fertilized eggs at Trader Joe's, apparently. There we go. But you have to have egg. an incubator for them. Sure. Um, it's an incubator. To have bite chicks. They have to have a place to live. Anyways, so I have a coop soon. I'm going to have a garden. It's like a small automobile with like a convertible top or. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Soft top. And. <laughs> She's just dumb with us uh, already. I would like to learn how to can, especially because I hope to have a lot of vegetables. Um, so that you way... You will, for the amount of gardening you're planning, you will have to learn how to can. Yeah, and I'm really excited for it. I actually asked for some canning supplies for Christmas, and I got some. That's so cute of you. I love that for you. <laughs> um, and what else? Oh, I also got sourdough for Christmas, and I would really like to... Um, play and explore with that a little bit more um is it 2020 <laughs> i'm <laughs> fighting to keep my sourdough starter alive i risk its life every single day uh, okay <laughs> mine is fine in the refrigerator yeah it's fine in the refrigerator yeah um uh, but anyways we're actually making sourdough biscuits tomorrow morning and i'm really excited for yes, it will there be gravy uh, we haven't decided yet. Yeah. Is it an egg biscuit situation or a biscuits and gravy situation? Well, we're going to have, like, biscuits. Anyways, should I call off work? I'm coming over because <laughs> yeah, I'm off work, by the way. I was going to say, I'm having some fucking biscuits. Time, uh... Tomatoes. <laughs> I'm not even joking. I'm going to show up at your house in the morning for breakfast. <laughs> oh, I mean, it's at my house, actually. I'm going to show up at your house in the morning You're not gonna drive for out breakfast. Yeah, I will no. fucking do it. <laughs> Neither are we. I was lying a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Austin's going to find where you're at and have some biscuits and gravy. <laughs> mm. Are you bringing the gravy? Cause... I'll make gravy. I'll make sausage gravy. I love Is sausage gravy. Yeah. I believe you. Yeah. It's Grandma, Grandma's recipe. Mm. I mean, look at the man. He obviously eats well. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm down 30 pounds, thank you. Hey, congratulations. Yes. Congratulations. Awesome. Yeah, this I'm year? Not... The last few months. <laughs> no. I'm just yeah, well, making... God. That's that's some Holocaust <laughs> weight loss right there. Uh, uh, mm. Okay, that's probably... Poor taste. <laughs> Poor taste. Often is. Bit, I apologize to our listeners of Hebrew faith. Um, that was not meant to be insensitive, but it was. Uh, but anyways, yeah. So, no, I, I, she makes good biscuits and gravy. So, you know, I don't know. Well, that's awesome, though. That sounds great. Anything like, else? Like I said, they're not, like, resolutions, but they're like goals I know. for the year. Well, when There's I think of resolutions, time. I think of goals. That's what I think of. Okay, well... Then what are your goals for 2023? No, that's we, not my turn we're next. A circle. It's no, <laughs> I know, I know, I know. But I was proposing a different question because none of us made resolutions, but we are listening. My goal maybe is some to be goals. richer. Yeah, see, that's a goal. That's not a resolution. Like saving money, saving richer. more money would be a resolution, but making more money, I think, is a goal. Okay, English teacher, thank you very much. Um, well, I have to, can, can I use the restroom? I don't know. Can you? Austin's awesome no. job is hiring for an English teacher. All right. Mm. I do need health insurance soon. Mm. Uh, <laughs> my job does not offer that, but you know, it's okay. <laughs> It'll buff. Uh, how about you, Mr. Mr. Jenkins? Hmm. Um, I, too, want to cook more this year. Um, I thoroughly love cooking, and... Um, that's tofu lasagna. I delicious. have been cooking more, 
which has been nice. Um, it's very nice. Yeah, we've been collectively cooking more together, which, um, yeah, that's it's been really, really nice. But, yeah, I do, I want to do a whole lot more of that. Um, I want to work on my house a little bit this year. But I guess, more importantly, I really, this year, I really want to be a year of um, internal focus, I guess. Like, um, I've spent a lot of time kind of focusing on external factors and jobs and um, relationships and different things. And I think that I personally have suffered a little bit over the past couple of years. Um, so, yeah, I think it's going to be a, a year of of turning inwards and kind of working there, I think. Turning inwards? Yeah. Not no. inwards. Oh, not in words, but inwards. Yes, correct. Yeah. Oh, I thought, it's like, he how are you turning to, those? He wants to turn himself inside out. Yes, exactly. Oh, nice, I like that. All right, well, for me, um, I wanted to focus on a couple of different things. Pulling out the list. Pulling out my list and checking it yeah, twice. whip it out. I also want to cook more because that's one of the biggest reasons why you gain weight is eating out like that. Just so many calories and so expensive. Not the way we cook. I am, hell, fair enough. I am basically spinning myself into the poorhouse eating out so much. Um, we are broke as hell, and it's because we eat out largely. That's the biggest reason. Um, so that's one thing. I would like to try and lose some more weight. That's a resolution everyone always does. I want to try to lose weight next year. I need to. I'm going to fucking die if I don't. My boss is like, he had a heart attack. He's bigger than me, obviously, but... Uh, obviously, but he's bigger than me, um, and he had all kinds of health problems now, and he's only, I don't know, eight years older than me, something like that. I he's just not want that to cut in me. and say again, sincerely awesome job on losing 30 pounds. Thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm paying attention while I'm eating more, and I haven't started exercising yet. I want to, but I am watching when I'm eating a little better. Um, I'll be more patient with my son. Uh, he, having a toddler's tough sometimes, and... It's overwhelming, and uh, I I feel like I'm a good father, and I am very patient with him, but there are times where I'm not, and I want to be all the time I'm patient with him. He's a little kid. He doesn't know any better. He's not trying to be difficult or, or irritating, but sometimes he is, and I want to not give in to that thing. In all fairness, I've been there a lot of external stress from other things in my life in the last few months, so a lot of my emotional, what do you want to call it, armor, has been ate, ate away and just my my ability to resist those things. Your um, patience. Just my patience. Dinner. My patience. It's worn thin. It's very worn thin. It's children. Been, yeah. So I want to be more patient with him. Yeah. We're patient with him. And the big thing the big thing here is I've been saying it for many, many years. And I've been doing it so far this year. Um, I would like to write more. I like writing. Don't you fucking say it. I like writing. Um, look at you, Wayne. I legitimately do. And I really feel like I'm not a terrible writer. And I feel like I have something to say. And I would like I to... Believe that. I I, no. I I I would like to spend the time to exercise that muscle, is all. Um, I've been doing it about 30 minutes a day at least. Um, I've been sitting down and just writing short stories. Uh, working on a few different ideas, and I really am liking it. Because for me, when I do sit down and write, it's not like pulling teeth. Uh, some people get writer's block and they have a hard time getting started. I sit down and start, I get started, I just start pumping shit out. It just starts coming out of me. 
Um, it's not. Uh, we love when yeah. you pump and it just keeps on coming. It's not difficult for it to flow, <laughs> and I have to just sit sure. down and make time to turn that spigot on. Yeah, right. And let yeah. it flow out. You know, yeah. you really gotta just when you just see it coming and coming and coming. Yeah, so that's what I really want to do. Just gotta sit down and really hammer out that novel. Yeah, it's gonna happen. Fuck you. Um, I can't wait to see. I can't wait to see a printed book with the fucking forward of the book being just fuck Wayne. It says suck it Wayne. It already says suck it Wayne (laughs) in the forward. So well, I'll give it. I'll give a shit about it when I when it's a printed book on my shelf. Okay. I have a question. It's coming. Are you? um, I'm gonna challenge you to typing it. Typing it on your typewriter. Yeah, dick. <laughs> Andy can die. Asking genuinely. No. I don't think that I'm you not are, because. Why are you being so mean to me? One of the because I feel like you're being an I asshole. I wasn't trying. No, no, I like me. typewriters. It comes naturally. I like typewriters. However, <laughs> she was born that way. However, um, as a first draft mechanism, it's not the best because. You do make mistakes quite frequently, and it's tough to go back and edit and to erase. Well, I mean, there's no such thing as Well, editing. you can edit. Really? There, there's whiteout and there's whiteout ribbons you can use. You can backspace and type back over the, what you typed on, and it's fine. Um, however, it's just a lot more efficient to use a computer. Now, that being said, I do have a dream. I've done it a few, with a few short stories, right? Where when I have my final draft, <laughs> I would like to type it out on a typewriter final draft to have a hard copy in typewritten uh, yeah. manuscript. I think it'd be nice to have as like a memento um, for myself as a process. Um, but no, I'm not using it as the, as the primary mechanism to write with. I normally use my computer. Um, but no, I, I just, I really enjoy, I do enjoy writing and that's something I want to, I want to focus more on. And final thing is spend more time with my family, my grandma my, and my mom specifically. They are probably not, well, my mother's not long for this earth, last couple, next couple of years. Uh, my grandpa is probably the same boat. Grandma, you never know. And uh, I'm not going to have them for much longer. And they're my only real family left that I care about. Outside of my you know, cousin, cousin and stuff like that. But my, yeah, I don't care about the other uncles and this, that, and the other, so that much. And uh, One of the uncles is okay, one of the uncles not so much. But they're the ones I care about, you know? So I'm not gonna, I don't have a long extended family and my dad's side never really knew them, so it's just these guys. So I'd like to spend more time with them while I can and, and also bring my son in and let him spend more time with them too. So. Yeah, and I was thinking about that as right before you, you mentioned spend time with your family. Um, I think that's something that I want to do this year as well. Not only spend more time with my family, but spend more time with my friends. I've gotten in this uh, over the past year, year and a half, even two years. Um, more, much, much more reclusive state of mind um, than I have been in, in a decade. I, um, I mean, I've kind of pulled back a little bit, and I think this doing this podcast really helps, like stay social and, and get together with friends and everything. But outside of that, like really, I don't push myself to be around friends or family as much as I used to. I so. mean, I'm not sure about the family aspect, but at least from my perspective. I mean, starting with right before COVID, um, you were much more accessible than you had been for six years previous to that. I mean, the first six years you're with your now ex-wife, our first bit of time there, I mean, I saw you more than I did with the previous girlfriend before that, but you that's when I saw you be more reclusive. Uh, and for, at least for me and my wife, I mean, we spent a lot of time with you over the, over the, uh, over the COVID lockdown and after uh, with... Uh, 
uh, going through all the stuff you went through. We've had a lot of time with you, so I don't feel like you were being reclusive with us at least very much. Um, me, family, but I almost feel like you've been more accessible the last few years than you have been historically. I yeah, used to be, I, I true. used to be, I'd text you and I wouldn't get a response for a month. Yeah, I wouldn't talk to you for a month, and that was, you know, the hmm. norm. It's it was the norm. Yeah, it yeah. sucked. I didn't like it, but it yeah. was the norm. So. Yeah, yeah, I think I, I agree. I think he's you know, you've definitely been a lot better the last few years mm-hmm. about, uh, you know, being more social with us. And yeah, you know, whether you obviously whether you realize it or not. Sure. Growth. Yeah. Growth. <laughs> I mean, you, you can still always push for more growth in that area. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, obviously, that's that's always a goal. I mean, that should be a goal for everybody. Spend more times with your friends and family. Spend more time with the people you love. Agreed. Yeah, that's a good message I think for for the new year. Just yeah. we have a finite amount of time on this earth. Spend it with the people you care about. Enrich your life. You know, focus on the positive, that kind of thing. So, I don't know. well, I think we can wrap it up. I want to thank everybody for listening to Was I Drunk? Uh, apologize once again for the long absence, lots of sickness and uh, illness we had this year, uh, last couple months there of the year, so we didn't miss some episodes. But we're back strong for the new year and uh, strong like big Iron Man. And uh, we're here to uh, we're here to stay. So uh, please share, like, and subscribe, and we will see you next week. Bottoms up.